0: you want to eat the aliens no no no! just their secretions <laughs> oh that's even worse you're so gross <laughs> get off my bridge <laughs> captain's pod stardate 410922.4 welcome aboard the Starship enterprise and thank you for joining us as we take a brief surely from the world of cinema sins to explore the universe of Star Trek, I'm your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me as always, she once spent a week hiding in the transport buffer after drinking <laughs> the last of my Mutara brand coffee. It's Ambassador Danae.
1: It was delicious, and you get unreasonably angry when I do it.
0: It's the last. Do you know how hard it is to get coffee out of that nebula?
1: You know how many times I've heard that from people on the ship? Do you know how hard it is? And then guess what? We pull it off anyway. So we're going to go back for more. It's going to be an adventure.
0: Yeah, why can't you get it first and then take my coffee? Why does? Why is it so satisfying for you to take the last cup? Out of my hand, no less. Well, I've already the,
1: made it. There are several reasons, but mostly it's just to assert my dominance.
0: Ah, asshole. <laughs> just because they wouldn't let you make fires in school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen to the outtakes for why that makes yeah. any sense at all.
0: For, for <laughs> any kind of context, go to the outtakes. Amazing. How are you doing this week, Ambassador?
1: Feeling good about this week, working hard, trying to stay focused. My child survived her first week of school. We're going into the second week of school. So survived. far we're doing pretty good. <laughs> the bare so, minimum
0: that you hope is survival.
1: We're surviving. Everything is everything is we're, we're breathing, we're happy, we're fed. What more can you Amazing.
0: ask for? That's what you want. Um I have two cats that yeah. I'm looking after. And they were fun for a day. Now they are not.
1: (laughs) That's what happened last time. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I know. They just shit everywhere and they make a mess. Not everywhere. They shit in the same place. But it's just a mess. Just Uh cat litter everywhere. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, we're not here to talk about cats and children and such. We are here to... Talk about your
1: short beard. Wow, you have a neck, Captain.
0: I do have a neck. So for podcast listeners, I had a very, very long beard. It is now a very, very short beard and yeah danae just assumed i didn't have a neck
1: <laughs> why would you why would you ever assume someone does have a neck
0: <laughs> I if you've never, seen it. <laughs> if you've never um, seen it but yes we are also not here to talk about my oh, beard okay. we're here to dive into more insta reviewing of star trek now that we have star trek back on tv we had seven weeks seven weeks without star trek on tv and now it's back with Lower Deck season three are you excited
1: I am excited, but I also just felt like I heard all of like the true old-school Star Trek nerds be like, oh, seven weeks without a show, huh? Oh
0: my goodness, right? <laughs> Why don't you
1: calm down?
0: Yeah, talk to me in 1990 when the best of both worlds, part one, ended and they had to wait nine months, or uh, like an entire summer, to get Star Trek back. Or the gap between Enterprise and Discovery, which was, how many years was that? How many years... I think Enterprise ended in 2007, which means we were like 11 years or 12 years without Star Trek on TV.
1: That's what I'm saying is there have been gaps where Mm. if there was a podcast in that time, it would be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We'd have time to catch up on some. We'd stuff. have a
1: lot of time to catch up on a lot yeah. of content and talk about a lot of things, but we mm. don't live in that world. We live no. where we had to go seven weeks, review some of the shows that we've been talking about, and I really had fun last season because we did a couple of the shows uh, episodes that has kind of come up, like the candle episode, and others oh, that have that been suggested awesome. to us. We got to have a couple super cool conversations with unexpected guests, which was yeah, we great. Did. Um, But yeah, so this season is going to be another uh, of us watching a full season of content together from the very first episode all the way to the end. And those are fun for me. We'll see what happens. Ten weeks
0: of Lower Decks.
1: Ten weeks of Lower Decks. Here we go.
0: I can actually do some predictions as well. Um, Before we kick off with season three, episode one, starting from next week, although as you're listening to this, starting from yesterday... (laughs) Because no, two days ago, because this will come out on Wednesday. Um, but every Monday, we are going to be live streaming our conversation about the episode on Twitch. So go and follow the the, the CinemaSins Twitch channel. And how we're going to do it is the 10 Forward Resistance um, and uh, Predictions part of the show are going to be live streamed. For you to jump in and have a chat with us have a chat with each other but you get to see us do all of this lovely shenanigans live not and only
1: that but we will be watching your comments as we go as well so uh there might be some fun conversation that we get to have that we wouldn't if we weren't live um so mm. going live has been requested many many times and we're gonna do it so we're gonna do it on Twitch.
0: Yeah, exactly, and nothing will change with the podcast. That will still come out every Wednesday. But if you want to join us live to talk about the most recent episode of Loverdex, join us on the Cinemasins Live Twitch channel, twelve PM uh, Central every Monday.
1: If you want to hear the raw, unedited version of the podcast, <laughs> join us on Mondays. <laughs>
0: to just what the
1: fuck is this shit I was like I can't edit
0: any of that oh my god what's going
1: on <laughs> you don't edit my curses do you
0: no I don't it would take me I haven't Shame got that me. much time I have a quick turnaround on this show
1: I had this moment where you were like mm. something about your parents like listening to the episode I'm like your parents think of me <laughs> I uh, I am just the most cursy of persons
0: yep I'm not gonna answer that and instead take us oh, straight no. back to the Cerritos for well, okay. season okay. 3 episode okay. 1
1: I'm right. I'm let's go, go.
0: Welcome to Ten Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the Replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode we just watched. And what would you like from the Replicator?
1: How about a little of that weird nebulous, but not really nebulous creature juice? How about that? You want to eat the aliens? No, 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 just
0: their secretions. (laughs) Oh, that's even worse because they're orgy secretions. You're so gross. (laughs) Get off my bridge. (laughs) Just, they're phasering off all of the goo and you're on the floor licking it. Mm, I've discovered a new
1: drink, everybody.
0: Nope, that's not what you think it is. Well, I don't want anything because that made me feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> um, so, this week in the season three premiere, the crew of the Cerritos is grounded as Captain... Oh, uh, no! Janeway. Captain Freeman! No. Right? Captain Freeman is being put on trial for a crime she didn't commit. In the meantime, our Lower Decks crew led by Mariner must find a way to get back to the Cerritos to find some logs that could prove her innocence plus shenanigans.
1: Not tree logs? Uh, This is actually nope. like a digital documentation.
0: Yeah, they stopped carving into actual logs long, long, long ago because it was just it was too much. Too much weight.
1: Turns out we need trees. So.
0: Uh, not in space. <laughs> right. No air in space. Um, so didn't what did you think of this episode?
1: I loved I it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, this was one where I can tell that there's a really good cannonball aimed directly for super fans a, a couple literal times.
0: Cannonball.
1: I didn't even mean that. You didn't mean to do that? No. Oh my goodness. That, that was, was accidentally brilliant. No, because the visual is like when you take aim at something and mm-hmm. like when you hit it hits hard, like a cannonball.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I
1: looked over at you during the show a couple <laughs> times. And you <laughs> if you were in Grinning. a chair uh-huh. that didn't have feet, like you couldn't your feet couldn't touch the floor, you would have just been like a kid just Oh yeah, my wiggling. legs are waggling
0: around, I'm mm-hmm. jumping backwards and forwards. There was so, so much, so much good stuff. So many references in this one. And a few that that hit me really well because of the certain movie that they came from which happens to be my favorite star trek movie of all time so Ah. this episode was very much designed to to hit ian on a lot of levels um yeah loved it loved absolutely worked Uh, just the episode itself as a story works it's a classic retake the ship because there's an injustice being done with just i love the spin the because starfleet is always like, Starfleet stands for good. But no matter what, Starfleet is doing some sketchy shit. So usually, like, Picard will have to say, this isn't what Starfleet stands for. What are you doing? And I just, I love the ending of the episode where it turns out Starfleet did exactly
1: what it was meant to uh, do. That was what nice. great ending. Because, honestly, I was expecting it to be a sketchy thing, right? Yeah. And maybe that's because I watched TNG, and it's just in me somewhere. Maybe it was just the way that they, they kind of toned it. But it definitely was a delight that that went exactly according to plan and -hmm. our b team did not go according to like it it almost reversed itself like it was
0: so great they should have just stayed at home like they if they'd have stayed at home everything would have been fine um it's absolutely perfect that which yeah it's such a great story
1: like what a great story but there's been so many times in my life when i've been like oh i've got to do this 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 this, this this before this happens yeah like before people come over i've got to clean the house and or it's all gonna fall apart and then let's go you end up like not for some reason and it's still fine and then you realize you don't have to do quite so much this sort of felt like that it felt mm-hmm. like a uh, a reminder of the characters interaction interactions with each other mm-hmm. i think you still have um what am i going to call her today <laughs> hot, your hot yep. shot Nice. yeah Matter she's <hair. laughs> she's like uh Kind of reasserting that part of herself that doesn't quite trust her team, and the team is showing up to re like to reassert that they are mm. capable, but they didn't join her in her craziness. They fucking stopped her because she was doing stupid stuff, and I thought that was a really nice thing to see because a lot That's of times what friends do right, but sometimes friends join you in your stupidity mm-hmm. when they should actually be like, you know what, going and talking to the Klingons by yourself yeah. on a starship, not so smart, and they're just shutting it down and that was nice i i enjoyed that so the whole end of it was working for me because i I was like oh this is kind of not doing what i thought it was gonna do
0: because usually especially in tv shows they the adventure is oh everybody joins no matter what and it's like we'll face the consequences together right these guys are like nope you don't want to do this this is a dumb plan
1: and the things that they they fudge on that you could get in trouble for are just minor enough that (laughs) you know like not telling who their commanding officer was that gave the orders but yeah delaying long enough to just get a little bit further down this crazy Mm -hmm. thing i uh, figured that that
0: she would like just chuck her dad under the bus i was like yeah
1: the admiral told me to do it
0: admiral dad
1: i didn't Um, expect the mom to show up and that was that
0: was the best that was was that's when i was like oh the trial went exactly as it was supposed (laughs) to go like like, (laughs) evidence did win out that's great Mm -hmm. Yes. And then tying that into, like, a secret mission, which, like, that could have been an episode on its own as well. And I think okay. that's the, the whole point. Yeah. That's
1: the point, right? Mm-hmm. That would be the Picard episode. This yeah. is the Lower Decks episode. This is what's happening in the background. Like, something mm-hmm. really fucking cool happened. We didn't get to see it because we're watching mm-hmm. Lower Decks. We got to see their adventure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like this episode because I could see your excitement a couple of times. And oh, that man. was really adorable.
0: <laughs> oh, the, it was so great. Yeah i, yeah, I kind of huh?
1: wish we actually streamed you watching sometimes <laughs> a great because to
0: stream, yeah
1: <laughs> that's when it gets good right um but then the Just episode like i mentioned also had some surprising things but it also still had some really funny haha mm. moments that were was nice too so it hit on all cylinders for me yeah i like no totally
0: agree there's some great it's hard to in it it's really really all of these episodes are very hard to send because they're so they're so self-aware and and they're just so much fun. They're just entertaining as well.
1: Exactly, and that was my problem. I started watching it and giggling, and then I'm like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think about this. the show. <laughs> I gotta think about the show we're doing." But at the it same time, if, super, superficial. <laughs> if we only have a couple sins, I don't think anyone's gonna complain. I think no, that this show is absolutely not. This isn't about having to sin it. It's just we can't help ourselves mm-hmm. sometimes.
0: There's there's always some plot stuff to do. But
1: there's always right. something to talk
0: about. I just love the human nature thing in this episode of. We have to be proactive. Like, even if we are super ill-equipped, we don't have all the facts, we have this thing about us where we can't look back having done nothing. Like, we, all, even if the outcome is exactly the same, we would rather look back knowing that we tried something that failed rather than doing nothing and failing, and that's Mariner all over. It doesn't matter that these actions don't make any sense at least she can look back and say, well, I tried. I was like, yeah, but your trying was so dumb. Like, it caused more trouble. But it's just, it's in all of us.
1: It is in all of us. And it's like that part of us that they've just multiplied by a a thousand. And it's delightful to see because it moves the plot in ways that I think it's needed like when she got on the ship i was like let's fucking go
0: (laughs) i love seeing a powered down ship and then all of the lights coming back on so
1: great i really enjoyed it because of her rebelliousness and how just she's gonna do what she needs to do no matter what and this is seems to be kind of like the show seems to be centered around her journey to figure out the the battle between being such a great leader that's fearless but also recognizing when to sort of hit the brakes a bit
0: I love it. I love it so much. Um, let's do some of the stuff that made me really, really giddy. Um, the the crew, very the Lower text crew, quickly work out that they can't transport to the Cerritos. They have to find a ship that's going to get them there. And this takes them to a recreation of the First Contact site in Bozeman, Montana. Now, I love this so, so much because it's pulled directly out of... Um, the second TNG movie, First Contact. And mm-hmm. this is just littered with First Contact references. It's so, so great. So, really, really quickly, the plot for First Contact is... the Oh, man, this is going to sound like a really weird episode. The Borg no. try to go back in time to prevent First Contact from happening.
1: First Contact for themselves?
0: No, we need to redo this. So, First Contact is when Zefram Cochran, the guy that invented the warp drive, invented the warp drive so he took the phoenix out on a flight into space and a ship of vulcans just happened to be in the area and they were doing some like survey stuff and were just ignoring earth until a warp ship jumped out of the planet um, did a lap of the solar system and then came back and landed and the vulcans then landed immediately afterwards and said hi humans we're vulcans and basically the vulcans helped develop starfleet and helped introduce earth onto the ground. this is all the
1: vulcan's fault
0: this is all the vulcan's fault
1: oh my god i love them even more now
0: it's so great and the tv show enterprise dips into that a lot more about how the vulcans were guiding us into space
1: i have a question (laughs) when we were watching picard yeah i can't remember what we were watching maybe it wasn't picard Mm. but i distinctly remember a child i think it was picard a child running through the woods And then coming across like a botany survey team or something of Vulcans? Is yeah. this that? that was,
0: no, no, no. This isn't that. Oh. So th- okay. that was before. So that happened before.
1: So the Vulcans have been here multiple
0: times? Yeah, they've been here multiple oh. times. At least... They
1: just can't keep their, like, their shit to themselves. They want to share.
0: They want mm. to investigate at least two times that I know of that they visited before First Contact. So anyway, the Borg decide, for some bizarre reason, they're going to go back in time and prevent First Contact from happening and assimilate Earth and turn them all into Borgs. So that's basically the plot of First Contact. Then the crew of the okay. Enterprise has to stop the Borg from doing that. Okay. So what that did for us as fans is that it gave us our first look at First Contact and what happened, how it happened what the ship looked like, what the Phoenix looked like.
1: What the Vulcans were wearing. Let's let's focus on what's important.
0: The fashion stuff most importantly. But I love that film so much. And like the score, the music, the first contact music is so great. And they put it in this episode as well. Like the swelling. Amazing. Da-da-da-da-da. It's so, so great. Um and obviously from Cochrane. They get the same voice the same actor. They use his voice to voice the recreation of Cochrane as well. And, like, there's this scene in the movie where, so Geordie and Riker end up on the flight as well with Cochrane to, because the ship got damaged and obviously they're, 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 they're going to help. And just as they're doing the countdown, Cochrane is like, wait, we can't leave. We have to stop. And Riker and Geordie are like, abort, abort the mission. we got to stop. And he pulls out this green disc and puts on the music. And he's like, oh, no, it's okay. I found my disc. And then he puts on the song.
1: Uh... So that was like a nod to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So,
0: so great.
1: Well, I really enjoyed that scene in the, like, in what we saw today in Lower Decks. Like, seeing it through this show's lens was really delightful. Like, not knowing that that was even the same exact thing. Yeah.
0: That's why it's so clever. It's still enjoyable, even if you don't know what's No, happening. it was great. And it's but, just a recreation of that scene. It's so great.
1: Playing the music and then um, how it kind of, like... She goes to hit the button and it doesn't go. Yeah. And then she smacks it and it does go. And the music starts and it goes ping kind of in the distance. I really enjoyed that. That was the one I of the moments that gave it. me um like a nice little chuckle I really appreciated.
0: It's so much fun.
1: You're talking about the different scenes that made you giddy. Do you want to talk about more? Do you want me to throw one at you?
0: Go for it. You go for one.
1: Okay. What does it say about me? I don't know. But the vineyard scene at the beginning cracks me up.
0: So that's definitely a nod to, obviously, Picard's vineyard. And Boimler is wearing the same outfit that Picard's brother, who manages the vineyard, wears. He's wearing exactly the same thing. And he will, like, taste the grapes and all of that. I I just love the twist that, like... Yeah, his family has a vineyard, but they turn it into raisins. Like instead of making something fun like wine, it's yeah, we dry them out and ruin them.
1: But then also at the same time to have these <laughs> women just throwing <laughs> themselves at my boy boy or whatever his name is. Uh-huh. I I was really cracked. It kept like getting a little bit more ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, so this is a thing, whatever. And then it just just goes right over the edge of the horizon and this half it was like, <laughs> I wanna get naked with you. Yes. And he's just like, what did he say? He was like, just spray off with the hose, Leanne. <laughs> yeah, spray it off with the like... hose,
0: Leanne. They're just so oblivious. um It's so oh, great. Oh my God. And I love that his name is Bradwood. Like, it's not Bradley, because Brad boimler like, it's not Bradley, it's not anything like that. It's not just Brad, it's Bradwood. <laughs> what the hell is Bradwood? What is that? <laughs>
1: oh so my god that was that brought me some joy i mean there's a lot of things that brought me joy if we want to keep going back and forth
0: oh it's so fun um the other big recreation that they do is the where rutherford and tendy are having um dinner they're having where boimler and um Hotshot, Hotshot join them um so they're in the restaurant that belongs to captain cisco's dad so captain cisco is in charge of deep space nine um and there's a few episodes where he goes back to cisco's restaurant and it's just a really really nice nod and rutherford's jumper is exactly the same as the jumper worn by cisco's son in a few episodes as well it's just so many like little nods to deep space nine which was yeah i love which you can
1: do so well in animation you can bring those details to life whereas if it was you know gonna be recreating costumes, you'd have to really go try to find the same kind of fabric mm-hmm. it's dyed the same color and try to recreate it, which yeah. usually can be done pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard to get it like just right. They usually like we're all just gonna add a little tweak, we'll add a little update, we'll yeah. add a little detail. We can't help ourselves. Yeah,
0: but redrawing it is yeah, it's a lot easier. so That was Did just you- a nice location to to pick out.
1: Um, another thing that made me giddy was seeing the snowflake in the opening sequence.
0: Oh yes, that was great. I was gonna, I knew it was coming um because you did? I, yeah well i've seen like a side-by-side picture because that scene evolves so in the first series there's only the ball cubes and the romulans and the cerritos in season two there's a pack led ship that joins in the battle as well and in season three you've got the crystalline entity that's there as well the big snowflake and i was like which
1: i recognized because you try- recognized it? You did that in Trek or triction one day and yes. i didn't believe you but it was actually real it was insane and what's going have- on it's so
0: great. <laughs> like, I wonder if she'll notice that it's that snowflake. Immediately. And immediately, you're like, the snowflake, it's there. <laughs> so fun. I love it. And there is this running thing of it would be cool to see the snowflake face off against the Borg. Because this snowflake can decimate entire planets. So what would it do against the Borg? Um, yeah. Well, so
1: apparently they're about to find out.
0: Hmm. So great. I can't wait for season four and see what they add into it. Another reference I liked that was also in the in Cisco's um, restaurant was the hot sauce. Yes. So the I bottle, noticed that. it was like super telegraphed. So it was called Ketracel White hot sauce, and Ketracel White is another Deep Space Nine reference. It's a uh, substance that an alien army needed to keep them alive. So it was like a it was so this army was bred to fight for. So there's oh man. There's these aliens called the the the, the Dominion and they're like a, a a group of aliens and they keep these soldiers subservient by keeping them addicted to Ketracel White and they have to have this to survive, etc. Et so yeah, just a nice little nod to that. And then it so, just so, wipes oh, out but, Boimler. But,
1: but is it actually that substance or is it like one of those clever <laughs> things where it's just called that? You know what yeah, I mean? Because that's fucked up. No,
0: no, that's really fucked up. It's who would brand up that their stuff named, after that? Yeah, only somebody you know? making a TV okay. show would.
1: That's a sin. <laughs> That's, That's a, a sin. sin. We'll just do that one early. But it was um, a
0: nice, nice, nice nod.
1: I really enjoyed that moment when part of someone's like cursing was like, oh, for Kirk's sake. Yes.
0: <laughs> Pointless, like For Kirk's sake.
1: I thought that was really clever.
0: I love that. Um, I love that they sinned the Golden Gate Bridge for us. <laughs>
1: like, we'll talk we about that. Uh-huh. It's
0: Rhodes. However... I do have a sin. I do have a sin for that, that I'll save. But I did like that the show sinned the Golden Gate Bridge.
1: I think there was this moment when they redefined the ship being able, like the the shuttle that they were inside of had been like set that it was Mm. going home. And then somehow Boim Boim just shifted it over to a a ship, which I'm sure can be a sin if we really wanted to. But it was funny because of them still coming in at like hot speed. So to still find a way... So the writers to still find a way to make that fail was really fun. You know what There's I mean? There's no like, atmosphere here, so we're going in fast. It's working, but not oh, like we thought no, it would. it's not and working. And then to make it clever, like it's not working because it was, mm. you know, calibrated to Earth, which meant that they're just like super crashing.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. Such a clever little plan to override. Instead of we cracked the code and we overrode it, it's a clever little backdoor thing that Star Trek is great at. Mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved everyone's grandpa like the scene is so so great they go in to like get transported to the cerritos and grandpa is there like just collecting his old transporters which was so great
1: and he's like i can't knock him out he's everyone's grandpa the butterscotch and then he's just like shadily turns like i will eviscerate (laughs) you but not before making you soup you know
0: everyone just wants to come in here and knock me out and steal my transport. but you wouldn't
1: know anything about that would you (laughs) Yeah, that, that, that so character great. was really fun because every time someone would get close to knocking him out, he'd say something else about, like, <laughs> Really adorable. it was really adorable. Uh, just before, like, uh, I think it was just before that. No, soon after that is when they hijack the ship and it pans over to the new scene of, like, a couple people on the moon that are just watching who's leaving the <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs>
0: They're on the, in the space dock. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're playing like a digital game of chess. Yeah. And then they realize that this the burrito is leaving orbit. And it was so casual. Oh no, the burrito is not (laughs) supposed to leave. And then just to sort of like casual reach over and press red alert.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. Really slow. Boop, red alert. Well, this is happening. I and I thought that, that was that It's was almost fun. like stealing sh- starships has been so routine that they're just like, <laughs> oh, we lost another one. It keeps happening. Um, of course, I loved Gavin the botanist, now Gavin oh the captain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like Gavin. that scene has enough and they still put in like, well, there's not enough seats. So yeah, there, there, of course there would be a fourth person that joins in. And I was like, I'm not Gavin the botanist anymore. I am Gavin the Captain. It's so great. I really hoped that he was just going to disappear and we'd find him on another episode.
1: I'm kind of glad they put him at the end of this one. Yeah. Mostly because I don't know that I would remember. But it would be fun. It would be fun to be like, who was that? Oh my God, that was from episode one. Who uh-huh. knows? And maybe he lands
0: on a different planet and corrupts a species.
1: Maybe he gets away. And we just don't see it this
0: episode. Mm, that would be good. That would be good. What else did we have? Um, so there was a couple of other references at the end um, A captain that you will recognize when I mention it So Morgan Bateson Who was on the special mission with Tuvok To go to the Pakleds and figure out What they were doing to entrap um, Captain Freeman And ca- Captain Bateson is the captain of the Bozeman That crashes into the Enterprise that causes the time loop
1: I am so sorry to disappoint you That I no. don't know who you're talking about
0: we remember you the to... episode? We did cause and effect, where the enterprise keeps blowing up again and again and yeah, again.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh.
0: So there's the ship that crashes into them. Yes. And eventually they prevent the ship from crashing into them. And By... it turns Yes,
1: yeah.
0: And it turns out that they've been in space. They think they've just left space dock a couple of weeks ago, but they've been in the loop for eighty years.
1: Right. And so Is that ca-
0: captain. That captain. The captain of that ship.
1: <laughs> so he's still alive and well.
0: Still alive and well, twenty years um, what would it be? 25 years later? Yeah, um, and now he's like in command of some secret ops team with two. That's incredible. I love that That's so That's so fun. That's so fun. What a I great love that. I <laughs>
1: love it. Yeah. I was just thinking about Fred, you know, writing a character and then that character appears in a movie or a show mm-hmm. and the delight. Like, so for them to have a... Re- if that character had been written by somebody and now they're mm. reappearing over here, it just must be kinda of so fun to go, Yeah, story lives way. on. That's my guy. Oh, I love Lead it. that special ops team.
0: Heck yeah. <laughs> so great. Um and that, to do animated shows just give you so much breadth to do stuff like that. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. Um, like watching your team be electrocuted in the shuttle bay. <laughs>
0: so or wherever like, they were <laughs> what is it with that that just made me laugh so much like rutherford just continually getting zapped he can't <laughs> finish a sentence
1: or the fact that boim boim is like suck being suckled on again but this time yeah. through some sort of like strange like <laughs> legs are just dangling out of the goo. he's he's just so experienced at being suckled at this point yeah. he probably seeks it out <laughs> i mean it's probably a thing for him let's just yeah we'll just say it
0: amazing um, I think that we had a Strata reference in the opening with the Federation News Network thing that started the episode. There was like a scrolling news updates on the bottom of the screen and one of them was just mentioning Strata Jamer. There's new Strata champion and that is a game that Data was beaten at in season 2, Ooh. I believe. Um yeah, so the Zack Dorns are super super smart and somehow Data got beaten not like he would get beaten at chess um but yeah he did get beaten at strategy. So yeah, just nice little nod nod to an in-universe game
1: i thought they did a good job of reconnecting the crew together and kind mm. of re-establishing relationships i thought it was really smart to make Hotshot be somebody else's call to remove mm. that from the family should have been done at the very beginning anyway percent. Oh, yeah. obviously they got to really experience the some of that through season one and two of like what does it mean to ask the parents to manage the future of their child in Starfleet and realizing this is going to be hard to write. You know, whatever way we wanted to go here, it's going to, at the end of the day, be a difficult call. So let's give it to somebody else and to have built in the last two seasons. I think I said two years, two seasons of content with her and this person. I am missing a lot of context there, but it was pretty clear that she was not happy about that decision. So because I don't know these people at all because we only watch those two episodes. No,
0: I keep forgetting that. Um, Ransom, you haven't missed much. So he isn't in it a huge amount. There is one episode that's kind of dedicated to him. But he's basically Riker, but on like super duper steroids and dumber. So he's kind of like a bit of a jock. and. So what, how
1: is that like Riker at all exactly? <laughs> because
0: he's like the typical charismatic, gets all the women, attractive first officer. But Kay. he's ransom is taken to the extreme and is a bit more simple kind of bit more of a basic dude um so yeah that's whereas boimler looks up to him mariner doesn't really have a lot of respect for him
1: it doesn't sound like i will either with that description
0: no i don't think so he does have a good episode though that's hilarious but um we will get to that yeah i loved it i will rewatch that first contact recreation so many times like to see an animated version of the phoenix was so much fun um i love it i love it so much well done mike mcmahon and team that was so so much fun but it does have sins so with that let's head to engineering for this instance few futile
1: battle stations everybody
0: i let you say it this week
1: you forgot <laughs> nope warning warp core collapse in 10 seconds
0: this is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, even our beloved Star Trek.
1: But how did you know I was going to say go to battle stations, everybody? I
0: trust you to pick up the slack.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> so you admit you forgot.
0: Nope, did not forget. Nope. Danae, you go first.
1: Um, yeah, this was hard for me to sin. Like I said, mm. part like at some point, like maybe about the halfway point, I stopped paying attention to sins and was like, Wee. Just having
0: a good time. It's so hard. Like I had to deliberately re-engage as well because I was making notes of all of the references and I was like, Shit, I need to sin this as well. Oh, I can't sin it. We and don't like a to. We don't need to. But then I get hit with like first contact and the Bozeman and right? Bozeman Montana. And I was like, Oh,
1: I love this so much. Yeah, yeah. They totally got you. They're I like, We're me. going to stun all of the mm-hmm. like the Star Trek lovers so that They they can't find anything wrong with the episode. Cannot
0: critique it, yeah.
1: Which, honestly, it's very difficult. I really don't have much. Like, the only things I wrote down were just jokes. Just things like... (laughs) For example, that they both ate hot sauce and then in the next next scene, they weren't shitting their pants. I would sin that, you know? Because to me, that's a sin. To me, after you have hot sauce that you're clearly reacting to or an entire bottle, as Hotshot did, you know... That they're gonna have to have the shits. But to their credit, they did have a whole bunch of fart jokes in this one. <laughs> so, That's true. That's I true. I mean, it kinda went there, but in a different way. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's like it's, it's hard, hard to sin it.
0: Oh. I did love that Boimler's logs were just filled with like they were just useless. But that is my first sin, is that this entire plan doesn't work. Like even if Boimler has reread the logs word for word, exactly. We've only got his word for it that that's the case like that's still not an official log whether you have like the timestamps and the codes and whatever it's still like third hand you're rereading something that could have been falsified in the first place so the entire plan was flawed but again that could all be part of it where mariner is just clutching at action of some sort without actually thinking it through
1: yeah i think I think that if you and I were trying to write a script together on that point, I'd be like, I think this is just part of the character flaw is being so blind that you're going to cling on to the next thing that comes along and make mm-hmm. it make sense.
0: No matter how so. hopeless it is. We yeah. mentioned the
1: Golden Gate Bridge cliche. This is something that we do mm. in sins, where, you know, anytime you're trying to establish certain places, you've got to show the Golden Gate Bridge. So done. for that one to be there, I was kind of like, hee that's fun.
0: I love that they're sending it for us. But she said that we have, like, we don't even, no one uses cars anymore. So why do we need the bridge? There are lots and lots of establishing shots in Star Trek, which show that the Golden Gate Bridge is filled with solar panels now. So they use it as like a monument to, because everybody likes monuments, but also it's filled with solar panels. So it actually generates energy as well. So it does have a...
1: Yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: Mariner. Come on. That's a good sin. Whole. That's
1: a good sin. You would know yeah. that Mariner. Actually, she yeah. might yeah
0: she might not, but the show Kray is should have done.
1: In that same <laughs> scene-ish area, there, she like it starts on them watching uh, the news and finding out that mom is in trouble. And uh, Mariner/slash Hotshot, she just can't contain her rage, and she throws what can only be described as a temper tantrum. I like the character, but that was like, wow, this this person can't manage not getting her way or like mm-hmm. having to be patient to the point where she picks up things and throws them. Yeah. So much so that the people around her are like we really can't have breakable things around you. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this this person really has a long way to go in their redemptive arc."
0: <laughs> yeah, like what we're going to do is adapt the environment around her instead of showing her that there are other ways to express your feelings.
1: Yeah, <sighs> but to Why that do you point, even have breakable things in the house. She breaks a third monitor. Hmm. So, like when it, the the opening shot, we're watching the TV show and then the uh, or the the broadcast or whatever. The screen breaks because Hotshot throws a potted plant at it. The potted plant mm-hmm. breaks. We pan back, and there are two broken plants on the furniture below and two additional screens, meaning that this is the third time that she's thrown it. And I'm just thinking you would have stopped her at, at least number one. So that would <laughs> be my her set. out. <laughs> Beam There's, her out of you it. You have to have had options. You didn't need to get to the third set.
0: Yep, no, very, very true. I hope we get to a point where eventually things are beamed out of her hand before she can throw them. Right. <laughs> just mid midair, just like, nope, stop breaking everything. Um, We had a something is stopping the transporters from working cliche that was super duper convenient because transporters are a writer's nightmare because they can get you in and out of everything. Therefore, there must always be some convenient space flu that is coming along (gasps) and preventing them from working.
1: I just thought of an episode. Yeah. I want to see an animated episode where we literally just watch someone beam in and out of every single conversation from their perspective the entire episode and just how chaotic that would be
0: oh that would be so fun we nearly nearly had that in discovery so in discovery season three they have these there there are a thousand years in the future so they have these com badges that have built in transport so it's just like a natural evolution of the technology and you kind of say where you want to go press the button and it beams you to the right place but there's this alien character called linus that he can't quite get it working right so he keeps appearing in random conversations. So we don't see it from his point of view, but Linus just keeps appearing, and they're just like, oh, so "Are you okay, Linus?" And he's like, "I can't figure this <laughs> out." And they just bounce and disappears again.
1: Oh, I love it! It's so okay. much fun. Okay, I'm gonna add to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this episode centers on the technology, mm-hmm. and maybe like there's something that everybody can wear that's like ex- interchangeable. Like maybe mm-hmm. the, the com badges aren't just for you. Like you pick up a com badge and it just like goes to or something so maybe it follows Mm -hmm. the life of a com badge the one day of a com badge that gets passed around the crew and every single time that they beam in it's all the different random conversations there's a mystery being solved that you know you're hearing bits and pieces about but then maybe at the very end the technology is picked up kind of by somebody that's spying somehow and taking all those conversations and trying to figure something out oh man that would
0: be so much fun
1: let's do it it. come on writers let's go let's get
0: writing let's get writing an episode
1: (laughs) um
0: the tie to the transporters being so conveniently not working the convenient solution of the bozeman recreation just happening to have a functioning warp ship (laughs) like multiple multiple of them just
1: that they go out every day and back
0: (laughs) yeah so they do a lap every day but it's warp capable like you don't (gasps) need to travel faster than light to leave the atmosphere but I don't the fact that it's attended only by a hologram as well. I don't know. I don't, I feel like there would be an attendant on every warp capable ship, but it's worth it.
1: But <laughs> it was hacked so easily. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mhm. Yeah. I have to tell you, I don't I genuinely don't have anything else because I was having so much fun and that's mm-hmm. that's where my sins end for the day. I I apologize if you listen to the show because you like this part so so much and you want to hear <laughs> us continue on, but I really liked it. I think they it. love
0: our joy even more. <laughs> um, I only had the, the one more. I'm sure there's more, but the, this this show clips by so fast. Um, it just shouldn't be that easy to steal steal shit. <laughs> it just it shouldn't be that easy to steal the Cerritos. It should be locked down locked out especially this isn't even the command crew now it's weird when the command crew is able to steal a ship one person lower decks ensign mariner on her own steals the cerritos from dry do- uh, dry dock it is insanity it is insanity <laughs> it's crazy um i um, i don't there isn't a kind of a show that lends itself to predictions as we go forward because i predict that mariner will butt against ransom um, but I don't know anything else that's really happening in the series. But yes, any anything that you would want to see?
1: I would love to see a little bit more of a reminder about the mystery with Robot Boy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, they absolutely will. That'll come up again, I'm sure.
1: I'm, I mean, if you're going to binge them, it would be... It, I understand why they wouldn't put it in the first episode, because most people will have watched the end of last season. So it'd be like two back-to-back, essentially, that hit on that topic. So in a way, I'm kind of glad that wasn't there, but I would hope that they would start to do something really fun with discovering this mystery because, uh, you know, as I've said before, I like to have something that hooks my intellect in more than I'm emotionally driven. And this episode was largely um, geared towards the reactionary emotion of protecting each other, which I totally get, but it had a lot of fun you know, winks and nods to Star Trek history and also problem solving, and so and there's humor. So I still was enjoying myself, but I'm I'm really curious if they're trying if they want me to lean into the relationships. I I think I'm gonna struggle, but mm-hmm. I also didn't watch season one fully or two fully, and so I'm not sure how they usually write during their seasons. This is my first time to experience if they do mm-hmm. lean heavy into that throughout the season. So we'll see. But I-, I hope that they don't. I hope they go into the fun fun stuff, and then there's a mystery because I really. Really want to know more about mm. that.
0: I'm really excited. I th- I would have liked maybe when they were having dinner at uh, Cisco's place for Ruther- Ruther- Rutherford to have been distracted and just like Something. yeah, this is still bugging me. Like I need to figure this out. Like right, that or... would consume me. If I had just unlocked a memory I didn't know I have of somebody violating me, but
1: like, I think it I'm was table, I think it was one of them that was cleared. It was like he saw it right before it was cleared out of his mind. Like he was having a recap of all the stuff that was getting deleted. So he doesn't remember it.
0: It's gone. No, I think he does remember it because he mentions it afterwards saying, I think I got access to a memory I'm not supposed to have. And then it immediately zipped onto the next scene. Oh, so he I missed that. He definitely okay. knows it's there, but okay. that would be consuming me.
1: Well, then that's could be the wrong, biggest but... sin of this episode. Why, yeah. why, why is he not plugged Rutherford into is okay. some machine <laughs> for a diagnostic check? Yeah. This is serious. Holy Unless shit. Unless I've
0: misunderstood something, but I am I'm sure they don't resolve that in the finale. All
1: right. Well, maybe we'll get some tweets about it with listener perspectives, because mm. I am kind of curious about that. That's one yeah. thing I cannot wait for them to develop
0: love it love it love it love it well with that thank you for listening everybody we will see you same bat time same bat place however we are going to have an extra episode in the feed this week so that we get caught up so lower Decks obviously comes out on a thursday so when you're listening to this on wednesday two episodes will already be out. So you're going to have an extra episode dropping um, this Friday or this Saturday, we'll tweet it out to confirm, covering episode two. And then next week on Wednesday, we will be into episode three. So we will be six days behind when the latest episode comes out, but better than a week and six days behind. But yeah, we will definitely be broadcasting on Twitch on Mondays at noon as well. So I would love you to drop in and say hello as we record the 10 forward and resistance parts of the show live. Um, Did I get that all right,
1: Ambassador? I stopped listening. (laughs) Yes. Do you want want to hear my version of it? Yes. (laughs) We're going to get caught up watch your feed and join us live at noon on twitch on Monday. what she
0: said much much better
1: <laughs> well with
0: that thanks for listening everyone um i'm ian whittington and don't let the door hit you where the big black big bang split you i love that line so much
1: oh and i'll just say it's what the kirk from me
0: <laughs> i love it live long and prosper thanks for listening Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through Captain's Pod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Okay, yeah.
1: okay my recorder is working.
0: <laughs> That's my red alert, siren.
1: I knew what that was instantly.
0: Interesting. Yeah, you're nerded. You're getting nerded.
1: I'm, uh, I've been nerdified.
0: I would like desperately find reasons just to not be at school um like i hated it so so much um yeah it's it's crazy that like it's the place where you spend your 18 most formative years and it's completely hit and miss whether you have people there that give a shit like whether there are people that actually engaged in doing that or not yeah and
1: it's not like you're guaranteed in a private school no. You know. No,
0: you're not. You could be paying for it and still have somebody that isn't engaged. It's it's I less can... likely, but it's it's wild. I can see why homeschooling happens.
1: I was just going to say that. <laughs> I I now understand more than ever why some parents yeah. decide to try to take the the guidance into their own mm-hmm. hands because then they can kind of go, "Well, what are you interested in?" and Yeah. At, at one point I've... in time I thought about, you know, doing that myself, mm-hmm. but, you know, now I'm kind of like full on career mode and Yeah,
0: not not a chance of giving it the attention it deserves. And that's why I've always been against homeschooling because the only examples I ever saw were without being judgmental, not done right.
1: <laughs> I wondered to... why you paused. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what happened? Did something just happen outside your window? Like you like glance in the distance <laughs> and now I realize it's because you're actually thinking about all of the people that you're about to upset <laughs> if you're not
0: yeah, careful I'm just, that. I'm just saying and all, all of the best sentences start with, I'm just saying, by the way. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm talking here. I'm just saying, just saying. Um, Yeah, no, plopping them in front of an iPad does not an education count as. Um.
1: <laughs> there's so much homeschooling around here. And so it's very common Um, and a lot of and done really well. There's conventions yeah. for it. And uh, there's like there's groups you can join where families sort of unite so that some like if a parent is really good at educating on math, like That's you a go really over smart idea. so it's kind of more community guided. But you you actually end up finding these homeschool communities, you share, uh, like as a group, you'll find group activities to do. So, like if everybody's interested in doing soccer, like all the parents kind of band together and make sure that they figure out how to do soccer in yeah. the group. So, there's options, but it, that takes quite a bit of effort as well. So, oh, of course. But that's
0: kind of how it works on the Enterprise, just to bring it all back to Star Trek. One of my favorite things about um, The Next Generation was that it showed what life on a starship was like. Because the whole point was this ship, bafflingly, has families on it, even though it's the flagship and they're facing down Klingons and Romulans and the Borg. There are 500 families on this ship as well.
1: Okay, hold on, hold
0: on, uh know, I kind of know uh know where
1: you're going to go, but hold on a second. Can you imagine, so... You're like a professional, you're going to work on the starship, and you also Mm -hmm. know that there's a likelihood you're going to start a family at the same time. So you and your partner are like, okay, listen, let's start a family in one of the most dangerous places known to me. (laughs) Right? Insane. And then you're like, yeah, let's do it.
0: (laughs) The weirdest example of this is the beginning of Voyager. So Voyager is being sent, its very, very first mission is to go and intercept a dangerous group of Um, people, basically, that are in a nebula and they're kind of doing terrorism stuff. And it's that mission that gets them thrown into the Delta Quadrant. And then a lady comes forward and says, by the way, I'm pregnant. And I was like, what were you doing on this mission to begin with? I know, I guess, like, life goes on, but Mm. pick like And she's a science officer. So I was like, pick a less dangerous mission. Guess, oh, man, well, it's but crazy. Then, you know,
1: sometimes you just don't know and you think you're yeah. just going to go on some survey and you end up doing something crazy. Yeah, like, you end up
0: 80,000 light years away.
1: I guess it's just like, we're going to risk it because there's a yeah. chance that the kid's going to be just fine. Or everyone who's on the starship had parents that decided to have that child on a star. And it's just normal. This yeah. is just normal. like it just being- happened. Being raised where red alerts can happen, yeah, super normal. It's part
0: of normal life. I Now that I think about it, I vaguely remember that she didn't know she was pregnant, but they were trying. But she was like, well, because it was like an interspecies thing, they were like, oh, the odds are so low, like it's not actually going to happen. I'm like, yeah, but you can guarantee it's going to happen when you least expect it. I
1: mean, people, military families choose to have yeah. children, and there's just all ways to bring kids into the world. Mm-hmm. A- and then just you're making the decision like, so normal life for the whoever family is going to be interstellar this is what travel. It looks like.
0: <laughs> I love that idea. Oh my goodness. You would super do it. I would do it in a second. Like and the awesome thing about the Enterprise school is that there is a a school system and a series of teachers and whatnot. But it is so community based. So like yeah. Keiko O'Brien would do her specialty was like herbology or whatever or botany. Botany, that's the one. Um, and so she would like teach botany and stuff and like in Deep Space Nine she set up a a school system for all the people on the space station and I love that idea of like a community led school system thing rather than this top down you must learn this
1: I'm really excited right now because the first week of school her teachers talked about her being a leader and how Mm. proud they were that she was a leader so she's picked up their terminology and their routine really quickly. Mm. And she's such a good communicator that she's turning around and she's educating the people around her. And so she has that kind of director, leader vibe. And mm. so the teachers are super excited about it. Well, well, yeah. And if she was on a starship, just think of yeah, it. straight like, to command. Straight to command for you. Yeah. Because guess what? We're going to have to replace the command someday because mm-hmm. they're just training up little so yeah. i'm essentially training up a captain right now
0: yeah you are that's one of the dumb things about school is they like it's summed up by school uniforms like in england school uniforms are really really common pretty much every single state-run school has a uniform yeah and it's just that putting everyone in a box like i get the the branding thing behind it of we don't want kids to feel left out because some are turning up in nike and others are turning up in whatever but mm. it's that trying to fit everyone into the same box and we never Gotta start give an opportunity though.
1: i know I, that... I mean i i went to school and had to wear i got to wear whatever i wanted essentially mm. i hated it I, oh, I wanted a uniform because oh. then at least we were all just regular people nobody was mm. looking at my clothes or i had to worry about what i was going to wear and that's my mm. personality mm. um now had i grown up with a uniform i would be rebelling against the uniform as well course, because yeah there's just no satisfying me when i was a small person mm. i was a terror and i yeah. uh, would just like to take <laughs> this moment to once again apologize to my family
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was the worst in religious studies because i was the why kid like even like before i was consciously aware of it like i must have been 12 or 13 or something and I was like, yeah, but why yeah, but how how did Jesus come back? Give me the mechanics of how he was resurrected and <laughs> My, how he came it, back
1: and let why. Me describe, let me describe a uh, teleportation to you. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's fine, because, give me the science.
1: Yeah, there's science behind <laughs> it. But you know, in biblical times, they really couldn't explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was little and I was going to Bible, when I was going to, to church, uh, there was this class that I was put in for the little girls and the little girls were told that we wanted to earn badges that we could sew onto the sash, Mm -hmm. and that would prove, I guess, our slow dominance over the other children (laughs) in our sex, I suppose. Uh But ours were like, you know, sewing and baking. And then my brother was going to a class, and they were learning how to start fires and how Mm -hmm. to go fishing. And I thought that it was bullshit that I couldn't do the same. So I attempted a coup
0: <laughs> oh amazing what a surprise
1: <laughs> yeah i i remember marching out of my class like this is this is ridiculous i should be able to do what i want if i want to learn how to start a fire like the boys and i marched out of the class i think i remember saying who's with me and then i marched out of the class That's i amazing. looked behind me it was solo Danae.
0: yeah, totally fine yeah.
1: We're <laughs> plan is proceeding as 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 normal and then I marched across the church to where the boys were gathering. And I went and sat in their class. Uh, and when they asked me to leave, I refused to leave. They got my parents and my mom and my dad were like, well, why can't she learn how to start a fire?" And they're like, yeah. oh, no, we're, you're that family. <laughs> but here's what was kind of sad is my mom and dad decided, OK, well, if that doesn't exist, let's start our own little group and we'll try to do something at the school or at the church rather for like the little boys and whoever, if you want to learn how to camp, let's teach you how to camp, right? Yeah. If you uh, want to sew, then you learn to sew. It didn't go well. Um wow. So it never happened. Uh, and and maybe things have changed. That was a long time ago. Ugh, so maybe things have changed. I hope
0: so. I hope so. But
1: it just depends on where you go, right? Like, if it, it depends on the state you live in or the part of the world that you live in. Education is different. And the important thing is you find the best thing that you can do with your resources and your time and you trust that your kid whether going through public school or church programs is going to turn out as okay as they can because ultimately it's up to you to have the conversations and fill in the gap when they get home
0: you're going to have way more time with them than any teacher will regardless of where you send them yeah Yeah. absolutely can you imagine having pets on the enterprise just like running around well data does but I always assumed that Data like kind of replicated a cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, how? I was just thinking, did he replicate it?
0: No, it's a real cat. It's a real one because it keeps getting, it keeps escaping from his quarters and eventually gets pregnant. Um, which means they changed the gender of the cat as well because Spot was always a boy until but Spot got pregnant. But doesn't that also
1: mean that there's two cats?
0: Yep, that means there's another cat, <laughs> and cat. there's actually more because um, Data said he wasn't too sure who the father was. So there are multiple cats. So Jeez. somehow. The doors are activated by cats, somehow. It escapes, finds another cat, or multiple cats. Like, there's a whole area of, like, the Enterprise that we're just not, we're not seeing cats run around about. One of our lovely listeners, Derek, updated us as to the ru- r- the location of the Rubber Ducky Room. So,
1: I'm sorry. sorry. Do you remember any of this? Okay, I remember there being a mention of a r- Rubber Ducky Room. Mm-hmm. So, yep. is Derek saying that there is not, there is a Rubber Ducky Room on Lower Decks, the show?
0: On TNG, and I totally missed this.
1: No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No, not on TNG. <laughs> there was? No.
0: So there is a side view of the schematic on, like, of the Enterprise-D, which is on loads of pictures in engineering and on the bridge, and there is literally a room labeled the Rubber Ducky Room. No. <laughs> well, there is.
1: <laughs> no, I don't Eric- believe it.
0: Danae is calling you out. You are a liar, Wait, sir. I,
1: well, are you going to show me a picture right now?
0: Um, let's Google it. Well, so, you know
1: that's just been doctored. Enterpri- well, then, what, what episode? Do what to episode do? is it in?
0: Okay, let's find out. Enterprise D. No,
1: there's just, I just can't. I rubber... can't. I can't believe that the TNG. It's got to be
0: code for something, hasn't it?
1: Right, right, Yeah. Like when things go really bad, when the children rebel, like like what's happening at Iris's school. When the children rebel. This is rebel, where they go. It's like the rubber ducky room. It's like, code rubber ducky, code rubber ducky. Oh, no.
0: It's okay. 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 So there is the shape of a rubber ducky
1: okay in, this i can on the believe.
0: enterprise d so i can pull up this the, i
1: believe 100 percent that being labeled i was gonna have no, a hard it time it wasn't labeled
0: i okay. can hear Derek screaming at me now because i was getting it all wrong okay so let me can i share a window chrome tab there we go can you see that oh
1: look There's at the little, little rubber, rubber ducky, ducky. Oh, look at that look at it
0: that's i mean so it's cute. just it's a room that has one massive rubber ducky in it that's insane <laughs> Thank you, Derek, for that update. Um, Thank you, Derek. There is an episode where over the comm system, it's in yesterday's enterprise, Derek said, which is a great episode we should watch. Um, somebody on the comm system says, Dr. Solar 2, Cetacean Ops, please. So it's not just labeled, it is named Cetacean Ops. That's so great.
1: So, okay, hold on a second. Yeah. It just hit me mm-hmm. that, like, parallel to my TNG, on on my enterprise with my mm-hmm. captain Picard, then there's yeah. a fucking dolphin on that shit.
0: Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> there are whales or dolphins or like porpoises or whatever they are. Yeah, <laughs> he probably checks in with them every now and again. <laughs> He's just like, hey, oh my god, how are the dolphins?
1: That's just so ridiculous. It's, it's so, so beautiful. ridiculous.
0: It's the best. <laughs>
1: But I don't know why.
0: Why is it ridiculous? Exactly. There are cats. Um Star Trek the animated okay, series. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. The There's cats,
1: part. but the but the cats aren't operating the fucking ship.
0: No, they are. The cat like No, doctor- they're not. Yeah, they are. There's a species of cats called Cations. Um so Doctor to to to, to, um, to uh, the the cat doctor on Lower X to Anna. She's a cat. She's a Cation.
1: Okay, okay, right, right. I'm talking about like the pet cats that I'm used to seeing on TNG.
0: Oh, right. No, Spot isn't operating. Not deliberately, anyway. He might be, like, doing biscuits on one Cause... of the panels.
1: <laughs> the idea is that these are dolphins from, like, Earth, right? No, I think
0: it's a species of dolphins from a different planet that are, like, okay. that I'm... dolphin-esque.
1: I don't mind that the dolphins of Earth are fully capable of helping out on a starship. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that.
0: There is a uh, school of thought where the only thing that stops dolphins from communicating with us is language. That they are smart enough to comprehend everything that we are doing, but they just can't speak to us.
1: I don't believe that. Yeah, who knows? I believe that Mm -hmm. they don't want to.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, that's much more likely.
1: Just all this time of watching humans just dump shit in the ocean. They're like, we don't want to talk to you.
0: That's it. Like, at the end of The one of the Whales, um, one of my sins was... Because like, obviously they bring the whales back to Earth and they put them in the ocean. And then it has like this minute of whale speak between the alien ship and the whales on Earth. The two whales that have now been brought back. And I was like, this message isn't fucking kill them, they ruined our life. <laughs> I was like, why do, Why would you bring these whales back? Assuming they would say, yes, spare the humans.
1: No. No, they'd be like, oh, take them all out.
0: Fuck them up.
1: Let's start over again. Let's <laughs> exactly. see how they do the second time.
0: Oh, you're here to defend us? Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, it's or, a huge plot point that they just never acknowledge.
1: Or the whales are like, why are you taking us back here? And it's just yeah. a minute of them going, no! no! <laughs>
0: are you recording?
1: I've, what do you mean am I recording? I've been recording for 30 minutes. All right, it's just worth checking.
0: Um, I've been recording for 43, um, just to let you know how late the ambassador was. Um, but into the show.
1: Not true.
0: Nope. Let's see what the edit <sighs> says.
1: Computer, I'm going to go ahead and just pull rank here and deny access. Deny access to the captain. Yep. Yeah. No. I am confused about where anything is, how it went away, but I'm still recording. I didn't even know that you were gone. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You left. Well, Really I sad. wrote a really, really important email, and I was like, man, he's being super quiet for me. I really appreciate that. He must know that I'm doing something really intense right now. No. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done with that, Ian. <laughs> Ian? Still blank stares. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: Sorry. you just left.
1: Hey, the that's the snow snowflake flake. Yes, that's it! That's Is that snowflake. new? Yeah. Or we just missed it last time?
0: No, no, no. They update the battle each time. Oh my god that's insane. To add more ships in. It's so like great. every
1: season or Uh-huh. So oh last, my god.
0: In season 1 it was just the Borg and the Romulans. Okay. Then that ship on the bottom left was added and okay. now the snowflake has been added. It's so you, great. It's the
1: snowflake you showed me. Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> 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 just spray off with the hose, Leanne.
0: <laughs>